everybody? Hi, guys. Well, from hot and spicy Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. <laughs> podcast. Wow. I'm Frank Feldman. You got hot and spicy. Well, I just just following your lead. There you go. And I'm Dan Beecher. <laughs> and coming up today, we are going to be asking ourselves about uh, essentially surviving the apocalypse, and if it, if it even makes any sense to try. Right. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, first of all, really going to stockpile guns? Maybe. Maybe we'll see. Well, the apocalypse is coming. I have a stockpile of guns. Thanks, thanks to the uh, the the never ceasing efforts of Christian fundamentalists. Yeah, there is. <laughs> they are intent on they bringing are, it about. Well, here's the thing: they're prepping for it. Yeah, and it seems like at some point there's going to the, be a turn. It's like the prep. It, it's it's a chicken and egg thing. We'll right? get to it. We'll the get prepping. To it. What came first, the apocalypse right. or the prepping? Right. Well, wait. No, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You are correct. Oh, my God. But before we get to that... Uh, oh, 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 we should acknowledge something, Dan. We made our goal. We did. And so, everyone, did you notice? There was no ad. There's no ad on this show. There was show. no ad. Uh, and, and that is because we uh, we made our... Is, it, is this our second goal? This... Yeah, we hit the the second one. So now half of the shows are ad free. Half, half you guys, shows. you've done it. You've you've gotten us to halfway. Yeah, and we're so close to the other goals. Yeah, you, it, these are not hard goals to hit. Yeah, uh, we the, our next goal. It, it, we're, we're only twenty one people away from the next goal. Forty six people away from the final just goal. Ads being done forever. Forever. So, so, uh, so if you want to help be a part of that, uh, look, we know how many of you are listening. Uh, we have seen those numbers. <laughs> we have access to them. And we are aware of them. And we know how many people are donating. <laughs> Let's just say that the percentages. Uh, the people who are currently donating are, are carrying more than their fair share. Let's put it that way. But we're not, we're not trying to guilt you. We're not trying to make you feel bad. We're just saying uh, some of you might want to consider going to thankgodimatheist.com. Click the, uh, the, the, the support us thing or click, click the, the tab on the right hand or the, mm-hmm. the bar on the right hand side of the screen. And, uh, and just donate whatever you want. We're looking for a number of people, not a specific amount. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you donate what you're comfortable with and what you feel great about. Yeah. And uh and then we'll feel great about you. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's get the show going. Yeah, do that. Um Dan, woo. Uh, I'm going to start with my update. I have a story that is sort of uh I ha- uh, continuing a story that I I, I covered last week okay. about this represented Matt Shea. Didn't talk tons about him, just sort of mentioned that there was a connection between him and this group of uh, young men that are getting trained up in the art of Christian and biblical warfare. Oh, <laughs> yeah, this is the guy. Are you okay? I was fighting that so hard. Oh, okay. Well, this, this, so this wait, is wait, the... Wait, let me... Okay. Um, uh, Matt Shea, you know, the, the, the Washington State representative right uh state level the legislature um who has this connection right to uh the this group of young men who are being trained up in the art of christian and biblical warfare right uh, this is kind of we'll get to it but yes this is he's a nutball they're yeah. nutballs yeah a whole and bunch so, of balls of nuts so here's the update okay um spokane which is up there a town in, in washington in, up in washington sure 
their police chief and mayor have declared uh, this state representative unfit for office. What? Uh, after, get this, leaked emails revealed that Matt Shea uh, was seeking um, to conduct surveillance on local progressive leaders as part of his quest to establish a 40, uh, I'm sorry, a 51st state governed, you know, yeah, by the, 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 the cast of um, <laughs> The Handmaid's Tale. Right. Um, so yeah, so the mayor, um, there's, they're sort of freaking out in fact uh the leaked emails show that shea was collecting intelligence on council uh members and the council president Holy um, shit! he says so the, this is the mayor saying uh our nation our state and our city only work because our citizens have granted authority to the leaders they ha- uh, they elect to serve them when an elected official's personal actions threaten the public trust in our public institutions and foundational principles it's time for that person to resign this is where representative shea finds himself um this is they're members of the same party they're both republicans wow this is this is a republican mayor denouncing the state representative who i'm assuming must represent spokane or part of spokane also can he please just uh also list donald trump in that that same (laughs) quote applies directly yeah to the to the president of these united states yeah um yeah so apparently in addition to these um dossiers on the council members um he was also uh he also uh apparently he was trying to purchase gps trackers um, oh my god he was uh, to like put on their cars or whatever yeah so you can keep track of everybody well um he fretted about contact with federal agents and kept a blacklist of suspected informants in his network uh the emails and documents also revealed that shea plotted to establish a provisional government uh in the event of a collapse and boasted about his efforts to turn back the tide of those who uh, practice Islam in the United States. Wow. Uh, this guy is scary, real deal scary. Yeah. Um, he's, uh, and he's got the haircut to match. Like, he's, <laughs> he's got that Just, uh, uh, Hitler youth sort of Hitler haircut. Hitler youth haircut. High and tight. Yikes. I'm not going to, bes- you know, besmirch the haircut. Your haircut, Dan. But you do look a little bit like a white supremacist lately. Look. Uh, <laughs> or is it that they look like you? They look like me. I think that that's very clear. <laughs> I'm I'm old at, at this point. They're copying me. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> Isn't that a strange convergence, though? Uh, of like the kind of the stylish haircut and that the people are doing and the, yeah, get it the, nice and short these, on the side, proud the boys or whatever. A little bit of style on the top, yeah, right? Yeah, and they're doing the same thing. It's so weird. They're well. They're doing it as like part of their uniform, though. Yeah, like it is. Yeah, yeah. Their thing. That plus their khakis and their mm-hmm. and their uh, and polo their, shirt or and whatever. their white white faces. Oh my goodness! Speaking of white people, <laughs> do we have to take us down to Texas? Where and I'm also tired. I'm tired of us. Dan. And also thinking, speaking of guns and training and that sort of thing. Oh jeez, another one. There's a new industry. It's very popular, apparently, in Texas and other parts of this country. <laughs> okay. Uh, the, I, I found an article that uh, it, it follows one... Oh, what's his name? Anyway, uh, 
Why can't I find his name? Any David Riggle. I I knew I'd find it if Ooh, I if that I was just, good. Yeah, thanks, <laughs> David Riggle, uh, a police officer, yeah, uh, who has uh, trained to become and and worked to become a an official uh, security guard trainer, uh, licensed and and bonded if, in oh. the state of uh, Texas. Oh, okay. He, who so he will be uh, so he trains volunteer security guards for churches oh oh okay ever since uh oh, the advent of the new i mean we're in a different world right now it the united states of america it's on we, lockdown we throw a mass shooting on the daily at this point oh it's we might as well think of it as a party because we just keep on having them uh, and some of them have been in churches so, while a lot of security experts say that's exactly the opposite of what they should be doing, mm. they are training, they, they are sending civilians into tr full-on training facilities with guns with blanks in them. They go and they clear the halls and they, you know, they, they go through the different things and they, yeah. they train them on actor, active shooter scenarios. Mm. And, uh, and that... Now they also train them on things like de-escalation. Oh, good. Which is good. Good, good, good. Yeah. And uh, you know that sort of thing. But it is interesting that we now live in a country that has that for an industry. The train people to protect their churches with guns industry. Oh my God. Well, and it, I mean, even a step down <laughs> from that, Dan. Right. Yeah. I mean, because this is this is this is a level of reaction, and it's a and it. In certain communities, it I'm not surprised that that's the right, reaction. Right. But guess what conversation people have at <laughs> work these days? Yeah. What what's what's the quickest way out of here? Yeah. Right? If somebody comes in that door with a gun, where do you go? Somebody comes in that door with a gun, where do you go? Listen, the postal service has been having this conversation for decades. So So they maybe the Maybe There's that's who we should of, turn to. Of consultants who yeah. can, we can rescue them from. No, I mean, from, I from, look, I know teachers in this state who have posted about being, you know, going to active shooter training. Yeah. So, yeah. what a fun world we're living in. We'll talk more about that at the end of the show. That's exciting. Why don't you give us another story oh, before we're all super depressed? You want something to cheer you up, Dan? Yeah, please. Okay. Something this tells might, me you're going to do that. This might do it. This might do it, Dan. Oh, okay. Great. Uh, Pennsylvania. Dan. A, a state in this union, so okay. we're, not, we're not in the clear yet. So, okay, so let's do Pennsylvania. Okay. A priest. Oh, God. Uh, a predilection for... Uh, the men. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, and access to, well, $100,000. Of his money? So what is... Oh, no, parish money. Okay. Right? Uh, <laughs> at least that's how much he's being accused of stealing. Oh, wow. $100,000, which they believe was basically used to pay for a beach house, boyfriends, dinner, and travel. Uh, he... <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, Monsignor Joseph McLoon, 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 fifty-eight years old. 
Um, he apparently has been using Grinder. Yeah. Uh, to find men to then lure with thousands of dollars uh, to come have sex with them. What he doesn't understand is you don't have to pay you don't for have it. to lure them. You don't have to pay for it. Somebody needed to tell him. <laughs> Gay men will just have sex. Like, <laughs> you can always find someone to have sex with you. Oh my god! This is not. This is not. Hell, this is like hell. Put on your grinder. <laughs> A profile that you're a priest, it will actually help things. Yeah, come defrock me. Yeah, exactly. You know? Into I, uh, I'm into defrockings. I right. Uh, Here's the thing. I have two questions. Be, come be my altar boy. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, you'll find people. That's not going to be a problem. Yeah. Here, I have two questions about the story. One, <laughs> it's. I guess you can, you can, I guess that's embezzlement. Like, isn't he allowed to decide what to do with the oh, parish's total, money? Yeah, no, it's total embezzlement. But isn't he entrusted with the right to sort of yeah, choose I, how? I think how, I think where it becomes embezzlement, and I'm not an expert on these things, but I'm just going to kind of guess. Um, the moment that you paid for sex <laughs> with the money. It's like guaranteed embezzlement. If he had just paid for a beach house, he probably could have gotten away with it. I know. Right? Like, you could have had some upset parishioners who were like, you misused the money. Right. But it's like, and the, and they, they pay for him to live in, an, in, in a, pr probably a nice home. Right. Right? Um, adjacent to or near the, the, their, their church. Yeah. Right? Monsignor, the guy has yeah. a certain rank right yeah. like he probably lived in a nice home and had some nice things and that's what i'm saying and and so like so but doing it without permission right without running it through with without going to like some board or whatever that's where it's embezzled yeah that's I, how okay. it's misusing it okay right? question number two okay don't we just kind of think that this is like a relief Way better than just than than hearing about like uh, like, like he, he wasn't molesting anybody <laughs> like this should be encouraged. The behavior. other people he was I mean he was dealing with sex workers apparently. <laughs> I'm on board. I'm fine with it. Yeah, well, go so get your rocks consenting off. Consenting adults, consenting adults, great. If yeah. I mean if we're talking about like you know trafficked fourteen year olds, no, 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 I would be upset. Yeah, 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 yeah. But. I mean, grinder. You have to assume that everybody there is, is is an adult and consenting. I mean, yeah, consent. I've given. I've been on grinder in a long time, but well, my profile's still active, so I'm sure it is. <laughs> Dan the man, sixty nine. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to take us to. I'm going to stick around in Texas. I, 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 my last one was in Texas. This one's in Texas where uh, a federal judge has ruled on a lawsuit brought by the Center for Inquiry in Texas. Uh, the CFI brought this suit because Texas law prohibits uh, secular officiants from officiating a wedding. Oh. So there's no... So the only people that can officiate a wedding legally in Texas... Uh -huh. And by the way, if you try to officiate a wedding and you're not one of these people, it is a class A misdemeanor. Really? Uh, yes, it is. Um, so the only people are, and these are listed in the uh, the, the statute, in the okay. code, okay. 
one, a licensed or ordained Christian minister or priest. Oh. Two, a Jewish rabbi. Okay. Three, and really, you don't need one or two if you just if you have three. But three is a person who is an officer of a religious organization and who is authorized by the organization to conduct a marriage ceremony. Okay. So one and two are kind of redundant once you yeah, put three in there. They, yeah. It's clear that three was an afterthought, but they weren't willing to take out one and two. No, because right. they because it's a Judeo-Christian nation. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and then the and then four is uh, lists every kind of judge or justice of the peace that you can imagine. Gotcha. Uh, and then five is like retired judge or magistrate ah. or whatever. What uh, about like mayors and whatnot? Uh, no. I don't know. Elected officials can't? I assume that they can. I think they should be able to. Anyway, uh, maybe not. Uh, huh. Looks like it's all judges. Huh. Judge, judge, judge. Well, here's the thing. Uh, it basically, if you have to use a judge or if you don't want a person who is uh, affiliated with the religion, mm. first of all, if you want a Texas judge to, affili uh, to officiate your wedding... You're getting a religious person. Like, almost all the judges right. Are, right. are religious people. Right. Makes t that makes sense. And some of them will throw religious language in. <sighs> B, judges aren't easy to, like, to book. And they aren't easy to get out to your, you know, your, your wedding out in the middle of nowhere or whatever, you know, right. in, in, on a farm or something. So it's, so it's not, it, I mean, it, it's tricky. And the CFI was just saying, look, they're literally discriminating against those of us who don't have a religious option. Yeah. Uh, well, the judge has ruled against the CFI. Oh, God. Uh, the judge has basically said that uh, the taking a, a page from Samuel Alito, not Samuel Alito, from, uh, from the late... Uh, uh, Scalia, Scalia, Antonin Scalia. They're saying, well, it's been so. This is this practice has been going on since the founding of our country. It has always been a religious person that has had to do it. So what's the problem? And also, it doesn't provide an undue burden and just basically uh, ignored the truth of the matter, uh, of, which is that secular people are left hung out to dry yeah. on this one. So there you go. In Texas, I mean, huge surprise. Secular people are being shit on in Texas. Wow. I'm upset. Now, mind you, of course, if you wanted your buddy to officiate your wedding, you could still have them go online yeah. to I any, mean, any greatest... number of bullshit fake yeah. religions yeah. that will give you, that will credential you yeah. as a minister of their religion for, right. for 25 bucks or whatever. But you still have to pretend that you are a minute, like you're basically affirming that you're a minister of a religion. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And somebody, even if that's the flying spaghetti monster church, yeah. uh, I know. You're, it's still bullshit. I know somebody, atheist. Yeah. Her fiance, atheist. Uh, his brother was going to do the officiating. Uh huh. Right. Um, not a particularly religious person. And this is so, it's true, and it's just <laughs> ridiculous. He signs up for the thing in, like, the week between, or two weeks between, like, signing up for the damn thing. It goes to his head, right? 
And, what? And he ends up inserting all this Christian crap. What? Into the ceremony. <laughs> and, and everybody in there was just appalled. <laughs> what? It was fuck? so weird. Wow. La- ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> learn your lesson. Vet your officiants well. Communicate clearly. Oh, they had. Oh, my His God. Brother. It was His... amazing. The looks on their faces. Yeah. It was just. Were you there for this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> like, and looking around, like, is this the kind of ceremony they want? Is this, is this, this doesn't they're... really match them very well. It was amazing. That is insane. It was amazing. Anyway. Now I kind of want to do that. <laughs> You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, exactly. Now, now, look, Dan, the officiant. You I, never know. I'll officiate your wedding, but uh, I might be a wild card. You never know. <laughs> I will definitely not do that. Well, that's very uh, funny. Uh, anyway, all right, Dan. Yeah. Oh my God, the this this drag queen story hour is. Oh it's my God. Just, Let me tell you something. These drag queens, uh huh, they are a problem. Oh, for a lot of people. For a lot of people. A lot of people get really, really miffed that that, that <laughs> drag queens go to libraries. That f- and fun people tell stories to their children. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, won't it's- someone think of the children? <laughs> <laughs> well, this story comes to us uh, from Ottawa. Okay. Uh, that would be Ottawa, Ontario in Canada? That is correct. Okay. Uh, where about a hundred parents and children uh, were attending uh, one of these storytelling events uh-huh. at the Westcliff Community Center. I know it well. Oh, do you? No, it's okay. But I do know is Ottawa it, pretty well. Is it near your mom's? Might N- be near your mom's. My mom. Uh, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, when uh, a group of protesters showed up. Uh oh. And let me tell you. You don't want to rile up the drag queens. No, no, <laughs> they are fortified against you, <laughs> sir. Uh, they've dealt with worse than you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever you're bringing, they're bringing it hotter. <laughs> and you can tell this is just one picture, oh, one right. still from some video, which is a drag queen with a finger up and oh, all the sass in her she, face. Like you can, the posture is sassy. Yeah, everything is sassy. Adriana Exposé, who was uh, running the the event, um, they came running in, accusing her of dressing like a whore. (laughs) Okay. It's like, no, she's she's totally glamorous. Like, come on, that's not not how a whore dresses. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm sorry, have you never seen a ball gown before? (laughs) Are you teaching children to be whores? The man can be heard saying on the video. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, on their way out. Uh, <laughs> believe in Jesus, kids. Don't believe in LGBTQ. Oh. Well, you know, one of them was just standing right in front of me. Yeah. And the other one I've never seen. Yeah. So guess what? So guess which one I'm going to believe in. Guess what? For sure. I just like the idea of don't believe in LGBTQ. Right. Like, it's like... This this thing. Don't LGBTQ. believe. Don't believe in the letters. The letters are liars. Yeah. These people who have life experience. Yeah. And can 
attest to, no, I'm, I'm gay. Yeah, exactly. No, no. Don't believe in it. I I'm, don't. I'm trans. You Frank, know, like. Frank, I don't believe in you. <laughs> I know. What is that? I don't what believe. What does that mean? I think it's absolutely oh amazing. Um, of course, people were uh, just well, here's, devastated. Well, here's the other thing. It's, 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 it's ugly. It is it's uh, ugly. It's ugliness. But here's the thing. The and parents, Canadian, Canadians aren't used to that level of ugliness. Mm -hmm. They're getting there. <laughs> it, it wafts up from below. Oh, no. Here's the thing. The parents that, that bring their kids to Drag Queen Story Hour, mm -hmm. they're not going to put up with that shit. No. Like the parents are not. The parents aren't going to be like, "Oh, I should be protesting." Well, that guy's right. I, 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 that so, guy's got it going on. I, I get it now. Now I know that this is not a, a visual medium that we're engaged in here. Yes, but indeed. I did show you a picture. Well, we have a and YouTube I channel. It. People yeah. now know about it. Um, and I don't know if you noticed behind Adriana Exposé, um, but there's uh, a woman, a parent, woman, um, and uh, a kid, and the. They're all just sort of amused, <laughs> right? Like, of course, like they they're not even like. Um, <laughs> it's oh my god, it's, it's so ridiculous, right? Like, yeah. it's people are just like, what the, what are you, what are you doing? Yeah, like these, what is this? None of these, all of these kids are going to go home, one hundred percent in the LGBTQ camp. They like, already were there. Right. They were already there, but like this solidifies it oh, for yeah. life. Yeah, that's true. These people, these kids, that guy just did these parents the favor of never having to worry about a childhood, <laughs> about a like teenage rebellion into the, into the dark into side of Christianity, Christianity or whatever, yeah. Yeah. because these kids will always just be like, no, those guys are assholes. Yeah. Yeah. It's there beautiful. you go. It's a beautiful thing. Right. Yeah. Especially since what you're interrupting is like someone doing something really fun and nice. Yeah, the best reading of Hungry Hungry Caterpillar, or the right. Very Hungry Caterpillar, whatever it's called, right? Yeah. That you've ever heard in your life. Yeah. There's a very entertaining person giving their time up to entertain you. Clifford the Big Red Dog has never been so fun. Leapt off the pages. Right. That's oh my God. Anyway, I don't so, even know. It's so the, stupid. The, the, Two children's books, I know. What yeah, do I, what do I know? Of I was gonna be. Like, yeah, I was. I was wondering what you were gonna pull next. Hop on pop. Baghdad ate it. What? Oh, that was a good one. Never heard. I loved that, that one. It's about a, about a dog. Sounds that, political. No, it was about a dog named Baghdad. Okay. <laughs> ate everything. I, I prefer, we loved it. I it was so. That was the hot book at my school. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, who checked it out from the library? I wanted it this time. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to end us in Wyoming, where police uh, are recommending charges. I th what kind of a world do we live in when, to me, it is news that a couple of priests, who are as yet unnamed, yeah. have been recommended for actual sex abuse charges by secular, like, police officials? But that's... That they haven't been, that, that they're like actually going to face real world non-church consequences. They're not just losing their job or, you know, being transferred to Omaha or whatever. Right, right, right. right. They're actually going to face possible jail time. I just think, I, I, to me, that's like, we did it! Yay! Two! <laughs> Two of them! After all of this. Who haven't even gone to trial yet, but at least... <laughs> 
the police aren't like I'm being like, well, you know, they should probably handle this within the church or what. I mean, it's like yeah. people are doing their job. It's all related to stuff that happened in the 70s and 80s, but I don't care. Right. It's happening. Let's get it done. Get them. Keep this ball rolling. Oh yeah, man. Let's make this some momentum. We could yeah. get we could get people who have who committed crimes in the 90s. That would be. We could get people amazing. who committed crimes in the aughts. Oh my possible I possible i don't know the, the you never know the world a wild and wacky place oh my god i don't know oh well there you go hey if you guys would uh like to comment on anything you've heard today or anything you will hear today you can do it you can write to us podcast at thank god i'm atheist.com or you can call and leave us a voicemail message the telephone number is 424 424- 666-8442. Yes, go to the Facebook page too, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we will let you in. Yep. Dan. Hey. Uh, so, hate preacher, uh, what's his name? Steven Anderson. Steven Anderson. Here's the guy he... has been banned from country after country. Yeah. Literally. All over the world. He's not allowed to go anywhere anymore. Yeah. I think we should try to get him banned state by state. Let's see how tight, <laughs> how how small we can make his circle uh, of Unfortunately, words. we can't. Okay. Not in these United States. No. Uh, that's allowed. Here's the thing. Here's what you... All you need to remember as background for this clip that we're about to play of this man is that he... The reason he's not allowed in Denmark, in Australia, mm-hmm. in the UK, mm-hmm. all over the world. The yeah. reason... It's like African countries that have said, yeah, no, no. Exactly. Yeah. Africa! You yeah. guys, yeah. he's not allowed in parts of Africa. And the reason that he's not allowed in all of these places is because he has spoken so vitriolically against LGBTQ people. He's against, uh, you know, he's horribly misogynistic. Oh, he's, he's awful. He takes all of the worst parts of the Bible, and those are the part, the only parts of the Bible that he cares about. Yeah. Uh, he, he was the guy that organized Make America Straight Again, oh, uh, yeah, which yeah, was a conference. Yeah. Uh, why um, not? You know? Yeah. Here's the, he's banned from 33 countries. <laughs> oh, God. And here's what he had to say. Note that he will call out another preacher. He say, Jeremiah, you will have a rod. Obviously, he's going to have to crack some skulls with that rod. Obviously, he's going to have that rod of being a leader and speaking some harsh things. But he said, you know what? You're also going to plant. You're going to build your... You know what he's saying, Jeremiah? You're going to bring forth fruit. You are going to have a fruitful ministry. And you know, there are ministries online. All they do is just destroy, root out, pull down, throw down. People are like, man, I'm loving this hard preaching. This guy knows how to throw down. This guy really is ripping some face. Man, I look, okay, but is there any fruit? Is there any building going on? Is there any planting going on? Or is it just all negative all the time? 
You know, and there, look, there, we could go on and on about examples. You know, one famous example is the Westboro Baptist. False prophet. The guy had a wrong salvation, wrong gospel, wrong doctrine, not saved, total heresy, and he's just getting up and just ripping on homos all the time. But when did he ever get up and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ? Never. When did he ever have a positive message about reaching people with the gospel, winning souls, all the good things? Never. Why? Because he had no fruit. He's without fruit, twice dead. He's a tree whose fruit withered. <laughs> but, but notice, he's okay with the preaching against the, the homos. So-called homos. The homos. Right. As long as, as long as there's also, you know, a message about, you Bu know. Building. Building. Fruit. Here's the thing. You need fruit. He's anti-homos. Anti-fruit. But pro-fruit. <laughs> I feel like he's uh, a little confused, to be <laughs> oh, perfectly honest. Damn, that's Aww. cute. That's cute. Um, yeah, I just, you gotta love when one hate preacher is like, you know that other preacher? Yeah. Too hateful. That's my problem. <laughs> he looks a lot like the guy on Lost. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? I can't, I just can't get, come up with the guy's he's a, name. Yeah, he's a low-rent... Yeah, version of that, like in a badly cut Just suit. Bad suit, but even like he kind of has like the voice a little bit. It's kind of weird. Oh my god! So it must be. Like, I wonder if they're related. <laughs> they share a common ancestor, maybe. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, that's a trip. That yeah. is a real trip, though. Oh my god! Well, uh, we had some folks write into us and Indeed. call into us. Yeah. Uh, first thing is from Claire. Claire writes in, Dear Frank and Dan, I got on the bus today and there was a woman sitting on the bus with a large cart packed with what looked like small suitcases. Oh. She was bent over, face buried in her hands, shoulders heaving, rocking back and forth, looking like she was weeping her heart out. Oh boy. I thought, oh my gosh, maybe she's suddenly homeless? Obviously she's having a horrible day. Uh, being the immoral heathen that I am, I went over and asked her solicitously, Ma'am, are you okay? Is there something we can do to help you? She raised a sunny face to me and chirped cheerfully, Oh, I'm fine. I was just praying. Oh. A few minutes later, she started to give some sort of Christian testimony to another woman on the bus. Oh, boy. When it was my stop, I got up to and held out a piece of paper I had written on. Ma'am, I asked, do you like scripture quotes? Why, yes, she replied. I read the Bible all the time. <laughs> I handed her the paper where I had scrawled Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 8. She didn't know that one. She said she didn't know that one, but would look it up as soon as she got home. What well, Claire. Oh, Claire. <laughs> Something about preaching. Uh, it's a, this is the one about, and when, you, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, yeah. for yeah. they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners and be seen by men. Well done, Claire. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. I love it. Oh, I love it. Well, well played. Biblical snark. <laughs> Little Bible snarking. You had some fun that day. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Why not? Uh, uh, you want to play a, a, a VM, a voicemail? I, yes, I am going to play us a VM. Please do. Uh, <laughs> a V-mail. A V-mail. Why did that not take off? It should have. We got email. Why I, don't we have V-mail? I just got a V-mail. Oh, my goodness. Um, Missed opportunity, v -mail. society. 
<laughs> okay. Well, uh, this is from a, a listener who we've heard his voice a, a number of times actually on the show. Um, and uh, he's just he's responding to uh, an email from last week's show mm. mm-hmm. um, about sort of Mormon recruiting practices. Yeah. Right? But we'll, we'll just let him tell, tell the story. Hey, Frank and Dan. It's Donnie, Mount Shasta, California. I've talked to you before. So on the latest episode, you were talking, uh, you were reading an email from a girl who, uh, a woman who grew up in Indianapolis and had a bunch of friends that were basically recruited to Mormonism, and you postulated that since they weren't getting a lot of converts in the United States, that they were targeting youth. And I actually work with a woman um, whose daughter is 14 years old, and she came to me because she knew that I was raised Mormon and was very concerned because her daughter kept being invited to these potlucks and youth events and all this stuff. And every time she would go over to their house, they would basically use the time to proselytize and to encourage her to uh, learn more about the church and even uh, have the missionaries over at their house once when she went over to just have dinner with them. And she got the whole first discussion of her mother, who is uh, also an atheist like myself, was very upset and was trying to uh, figure out a way to uh, respond in a polite way. And I said, you're just going to have to put your foot down. I'm not sure how polite you can be in this situation, but, you know, if you just let them know that you don't want them indoctrinating their child, they probably won't. And it turns out that as soon as she said she didn't want them to discuss Mormonism with their daughter anymore, with her daughter anymore, that they kind of stopped letting their daughter hang out with her at all. So... It's definitely happening. Um, I've seen it in more than one place where they are absolutely encouraging young people to proselytize to the youth that are not members around them. Anyway, as always, love the show. Keep doing what you do, and have a great day. Bye. Well, thank you, Donnie. Um, yeah, I think that's probably pretty typical. Yeah, I'll, I mean, the, so the families that are going to be doing that mm-hmm. are also going to be turn out to be the dicks. Yeah. I mean, and they only see people in their uh, potential to be a Mormon or not. Yeah, that's, you're, that's how they see the the whole world. Is you know, like I remember that mindset. I remember there was you know, like like, like the mindset of, of like, oh, that's they're such so and so is such a nice person. She'd make a really good Mormon. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it, she's already such a nice person. I mean, she's, right. and they, you know, she doesn't even have a religion right now. <laughs> right. Here's the funny thing. I grew up in Salt Lake City, Utah. I never had this shit. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Because like, oh no, we we had like whole full on youth conferences teaching us how to be like. Oh my every god! Every a missionary and like, it's so annoying. Yeah, we it's had it, we so awful. Wore and, little badges like like the missionary badges, <laughs> and we would, I think we did you know went out. You know, and um, paired up with with missionaries. Yeah. I was about to use some lingo, but paired up with some missionaries and oh, went yeah. out and would do the 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 knocking splits. door to door. You were gonna say I was splits. Gonna say splits. Yeah. Oh my god. So it is. But they're targeting the kids. Yeah, that's the thing. Oh, absolutely. They're coming for your children, people. And they're honest, coming for. They're recruiting. <laughs> they're coming for your children. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they absolutely are. And they're coming for you, but they yeah, they but know you're a harder sell. They're gonna get you. They're gonna get the kid first. Yeah, and then if they get you, they get you, and if they don't, they don't. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, though, even if they get your kid, it won't take. 
Like it won't last the, all like for the rest of their lives or whatever. I mean, but, I, yeah. But yes, the correct that, that course of action. That might be true. That might not be true. My mom yeah. was a 12-year-old convert. Oh, my God. You know? the, 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 the correct course of action, I think, really is go to that parent and say, I'm sorry, but you don't have your my permission to talk to my kids about this stuff. Absolutely. That is inappropriate. Absolutely. I would love, then we love your kid. We want our kids to have fun together and blah, blah, yeah. blah. But... But, no. then, but then also prep your kid, because right. this is the scenario. Mormons want their kids playing with other Mormons. Right. Right? They, 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 they get a little weird with the non-Mormon friends. They can. And if they do, if there is a non-Mormon friend, then invite them to church mm-hmm. and, you know, involve them in the activities, get them to, like, you know, young women's or on, on Wednesday night. Yeah. Like, get them out to these these activities and i would say absolutely don't let them do any of it yeah here's don't the, let them go to the wednesday night activities don't let them like, like yeah no it's, it's all they, part they, of a bigger plan and to convert your kid to mormonism and they're going to here's the thing they're going to make it sound so innocuous oh yeah we're just it's it's literally you know there's not going to be any preaching it's just a fun little picnic that's all we're doing right it's just a, there will be a prayer, yeah. but it's just a picnic. We just thought your kid might enjoy it. Right. And it is mostly that innocuous, but then, but it's just, they're making inroads. Yeah. They're grooming. That's what they're doing. They they're grooming, grooming they're your children. Grooming. And they're recruiting your kids or and trying to recruit your kids. Here's the other thing. Uh, I just thought of this as a tactic. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they start doing that to your kid. You're, you know, they start talking about their church to your kid. Go to them and be like, you know, I my kid came and told me that you were talking to them about your church, and I thought, well, that's interesting. So I just wanted to make sure that it, that this is what we're doing because I'm gonna ha- I I have some some materials prepared for your kid to teach yeah. them about my atheism and what that's all about, <laughs> and I just thought that that would be an interesting exchange. So I wanted to thank you for that, and I, I assume that you're. On board with uh, with me teaching with your child cultural exchange. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a really neat idea. Oh, you don't like that? Well, then let's not. Let's just not do it at all. Then yeah. let's neither of us tell oh. talk to each other's kids. Oh, I was kids. more than willing. Oh, oh. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. I guess we'll just not do it then. So right. You don't talk don't, to my I kid about why your you're beliefs. Being so difficult here. <laughs> right. <laughs> I I don't I don't think it's. I don't think it's reasonable of, of you to be so upset right now. Right. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, okay. Well, well, we'll just go home then. Hail Satan. Bye. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I remember going to a friend's house when I was a kid uh, and sitting down at their table. They had invited me for dinner. And my parents were not at all uptight Mormons. Mm. So, like, you know, if I went to a friend's house that was a different religion, they didn't care. They probably they- liked it. Yeah, actually, they did. They yeah. encouraged it. They, you know, they made sure that I went over to my Jewish friend's house for Hanukkah and stuff and whatever. Yeah, because uh, they're all liberal and shit. Yeah, and look what I got him. Yeah, a heathen. I know, a heathen kid. Wow. Anyway, I went over to this kid's house, knowing nothing about him except that he didn't show up to my church. Yeah, uh, and we sat down at the table, and they all grabbed each other's hands for a prayer, and I was like. Oh my God, what's happening? And I got really scared and they just sort of held out their hands for me to hold 
because you know it's one of those hold your hold the hands prayer things yeah i was terrified <gasps> i thought i was maybe upsetting my real god by doing their fake god thing i mm. thought maybe i was i thought maybe it was a satan thing i was freaked out and it was just grace it was just great it was just a christian a, prayer yeah <laughs> and they happened to hold hands and we didn't right. Yeah. Oh my God. So I funny. bet you were so judgy too. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't think I was judgy. I was oh, just really? scared. Oh, you weren't a very good Mormon. No, I'm maybe not. Because if uh, you don't immediately kick into judgment mode, <laughs> right? You must have been a great Mormon. <laughs> <laughs> that is in your skill set. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna read this one. Shut up. <laughs> this is from Michelle. Uh, hey guys, I was listening to the latest episode and I wanted to chime in since it sounded so familiar to my time in the Seventh-day Adventist Adventist Church. Oh. I learned that it's Adventist, not Adventist. All right. Uh, right? All right. <laughs> uh, I grew up in the church because it's Advent, you see. I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I grew up in the, I grew up in the, I grew up in the church. My grandpa is a pastor and depending on what family I'm around, I still attend church from time to time. Oh, okay. Uh, most of my uh, most people in the SDA church, the Seventh Day Adventist Church, are actually vegetarian <laughs> or vegan. This was in reference to we, we talked really? we talked about the whole Mormon coffee thing and oh. the, the, the word of wisdom business. Most of the people in the SDA church are actually vegetarian or vegan. I'm still a vegetarian to this day. Follow the biblical list of clean slash unclean meats, meaning they don't eat owls or weasels. <laughs> <laughs> or I, I love a good owl. Nope, no owls, no ossifrages. I know. They're you out. Like you know how people are like I you know like I just could never give up cheese. Yeah. You hear this, right? Like right. I can never be vegan cuz I can never give up cheese, <laughs> right? I could never give up owl. It's just so good. It's now wait, so are you are you into a greater owl or lesser owl? Because oh, totally lesser owl. You want a lesser owl? Lesser owl. They uh, that's where the that's where the good fatty mm -hmm. uh, a little darker meat. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> okay. Uh they follow the biblical list for clean and unclean meats and quote, don't drink coffee. I say it that way because we totally drink coffee and act like we don't. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um but yeah, diet and healthy lifestyle are are huge in the church. But sometimes the ideas they have about those things are a little wacky. The SDA church claims Kellogg as a member of the church from back in the day, and it seems to be a point of pride. Wow. It's even something we learned about in Sabbath school. No. Man. Sabbath school. Let me tell you something. I love that. that well, because they it's don't have... Saturday. Because it can't... You can't say Sunday school. It's Saturday it's school. It's Saturday school. <laughs> it's Sabbath school. Sabbath school. Yeah. That Kellogg was a fucking nutball. I know. Well, and so uh, all of our listeners know that too now. Yeah. So because like I, uh, did you listen to last week's episode? I listened to last week's episode. <laughs> we went off. You went off, I, man. I. It was amazing. I supplied a little bit. Of, yes. It was amazing. I, I <laughs> came closest to completely uh, corpsing <laughs> that I ever have on the show. Like, I almost lost it. Like, uh, I was I was laughing to myself <laughs> through the whole thing. Uh, oh. I kept it together though. It was oh my goodness! All right. Well, we have another voicemail. Oh, please let's um, let's get in there. <laughs> um, oh, I, this is just—I just love this voicemail. 
Uh, and I love that she shares this because she is correct. <laughs> She's. I, I'm actually jealous. She is your people. I am literally jealous. She is your people of of what she got to do. Yeah, so, okay. so here we go. Hi, Frank and Dan. This is Jillian in California. I wanted to call and tell you about an exciting thing that happened to me today. I got called by a surveyor from NBC who was doing a national survey. Um, and I was able to finally get one of these national polls and, and answer questions and be a participant. Um, I, I always, I've always wanted to do it. I'm like, actually, I feel like I won the lottery. I'm so excited <laughs> because I got to, you know, you always see these like, you know, according to this poll, blah, blah, blah. And I always wonder, well, who are they actually asking? I've never gotten one of these calls in my life. But I got it tonight, and the reason I'm calling to tell you is not only because I know Frank especially loves anything to do with polls and statistics, so um, perhaps there'll be an interesting NBC poll out in the next few days that you uh, might want to look at. But the biggest reason I'm calling is because I, at least according to NBC, am now officially on record as a nun. <laughs> um, I was not only asked, what is your religion? And I was able to answer none. Uh, there was also a question about, um, I think, in regards to American values, uh, whether like strongly disagree or you know somewhat disagree, or strongly agree or somewhat agree that um, that being, I think, personally, being an American means like I place a high value on a belief in God or something like that. And I was strongly disagreed with that, but. Then the question came about just flat out, what is your religion? And I said, none. And I was so, like, <laughs> so excited because for years, of course, on your show and elsewhere, we've been talking about the rise of the nuns. And tonight, I got to be one. So, um, <laughs> of course, I always was one, but you know what I mean. Very, very exciting. So, anyway, thought I'd share that and uh, love the show. Keep up the great work. I hope you get to your goal soon. I've been catching up on some episodes, so I'm not sure. Maybe you're already there, but um Hopefully you're ad-free soon, and just uh, keep it up. Thanks, guys. Bye. Okay, Jillian. <laughs> you have made Frank so happy <laughs> and jealous. Oh, just just green with envy. You're just seething just with <laughs> jealousy. You want to be that? You want to get that call? How do I so get that call? <laughs> You gotta register your phone number with the American uh, oh, pollsters. You yeah, mean. I don't know because like I just get like the worst spammy calls. Like yeah. I don't get anything good. Yeah, that's awesome. I personally, I see, I'm in the opposite camp as you. I like ah with this sort of thing. I don't know. Here's the thing with political polls, especially. Mm -hmm. I I don't. They're they're not tr trustworthy mm -hmm. as we've learned. Right. They're not, and I feel like when we have a lot of, uh, like, an abundance of polling data, mm -hmm. like, candidates play to the polls, right? They they, oh, yeah. they end up, like, working. So, if it were, if I had a huge pulpit, I think I've said this before on the show, but if I had a huge pulpit bigger than just this show, which is a, you know, a decent size, you the listening audience pulpit. is a good size audience. We, we could fill a mega, a mega church. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then some and then some but uh but i would like if i had you know a, a huge audience i would say always lie to the polls 
Yeah. Because I want to undermine them so that so ah. that they're not so that they're not playing to the polls. Well, let me tell you, you you do lie to the polls. Everybody does. It, 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 in large part, polls when they ask you the questions, you you typically have aspirational responses. Right. True. Right. Like like um, yeah. It's, people don't say like. Because it's because half of the questions are like a thinly veiled, right. nice wording of like, "Are you a piece of shit?" Right. And you're just like, "I'm a little bit of a piece of shit, but I don't want to tell this guy that." Right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 No. Like it's it's why the polls were so wrong about how many people were willing to vote for Donald Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I know I do it with like little surveys. Mm. The city sends me surveys. Uh huh. I signed up to get surveys. <laughs> Uh, to to see what my opinion, they seek out my opinion. Oh yes, right. Yeah. Um, about things like you know, where how we should be we should be spending money and and whatnot. Allocating those. Yeah. Did yeah, you take the like, recent one? The uh, the one that was about where we should be allocating uh, federal funding. Yeah, that was. Did you get that one? Oh yeah. Oh good. For oh you, Dan. Oh, I'm on the list too, Frank. I was feeling very special. So you <laughs> did just kind of ruin that for me, Dan. Um, but no, like I'll take polls about like you know like how they should configure the streets and all that kind yeah, of yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, and like, was... and I'm just like, and very excited, always very very giddy. But I often. And here's a little, here's, oh, this is just the worst. I signed up for a community council's um, polls uh-huh. where I don't live in a part of town that I don't live because I feel like the people in that neighborhood are really kind of dicks about how their neighborhood is developing. <laughs> and so I get in there just to get some voices on the other side of it. Oh my God. Because there's too many NIMBYs who yeah. just like want to shut down a lot of stuff that's happening. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. And so I go in there and I'm just like the biggest Yimby and I say I live in the neighborhood. And it's, I'm not good. You're I'm a, a bad liar. person. I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> We're all liars. It's, 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 it's all for the greater good. Oh, but Jillian, you hit, you hit the jackpot. Yeah. You I really w- did. Here's NBC the other- National Poll. That's a good one. <laughs> Here's the other great thing about what Jillian said, uh-huh. which was she hopes that we hit our goal. Oh, I know. And that's great. And I hope we hit our goal, too, for all of our sakes, because yeah. we don't want to be advertising uh, anymore. We want yeah. to be done. Frankly, I want to be done with advertising because uh, we're about to ramp up back into uh, back into political season. Yeah. And frankly, I don't want Trump ads on our show, yeah. which I don't want any political ads right show, absolutely not honest. like it just so. feels gross feels uh, some yeah. people think we have like some control over it and we just don't we have no control so yeah. it's like let's just get rid of them so y'all <laughs> uh we do we have some people to thank this week oh, shoot yeah just In- put the piece of paper away we do we have uh let me count them up real quick that is like nine new patreons oh or amazing patrons amazing week. uh we have three new faithful okay kate Gary and Nina. Sweet. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, we have four new venerable listeners. Ooh. Deborah, Paula, Ellie, and Heather. Great. Thank you so much. Amazing. Um, and then we have two new saints. What? Saint Nico and Saint Jillian. Oh. I, uh, I've wondered if that's the same person. I probably is. As a, as a uh, well. And so that's awesome. And of course, always... Uh, we have our top donor. Our number one. Our Lord and Savior, 
Hannah! Love, forever miss you, Rain. You crazy bastards. I love you guys so much. <laughs> uh, listen, if you want to participate in this, if yeah. you want to keep that ball rolling, we're so close to the next goal. Yeah. Uh, it could happen next week yeah. if you guys just pony up. Uh, or Otherwise, it'll happen in a couple weeks. But but let's if, get there. Yeah. Um, we and we it's, we always have to point out people well, drop out too. Yeah. So, but, yeah. And, but I just kind of wanted to, to to say that this is happening so much quicker than I thought it was. Going oh, to. good. Right? Yeah. Don't you think? Like it's great. I it's was amazing. Like, wow. This this could really be kind of a long slog. I don't want it to be bugging our listeners. Yeah. Like we really do, we really don't want to bug this, you. But uh, like if with with this help. Um, Hopefully, it's just going to be a better show, and we can... amazing things are happening. Yeah, We're very so. happy. Thank you guys so much. Dan, um, I I give up. I surrender. Whatever well, it is, you better because I uh, I'm. It's the apocalypse, Dan. <laughs> and I'm comes. angry. And it's everyone, every man, woman, child for themselves. Oh my God! And I, I hope I, it's not the children for themselves. Absolutely, the children for themselves. <laughs> just kick them to the just curb. Kick, kick them out. This is my house. I don't know where you're going to live, but I live here. Yeah, I am not interested in the future of humanity. I am no. only interested in surviving. Yeah, exactly. Um, Here's the thing, you guys. <laughs> we reported on two things. Where people are training, where these religious uh, nutballs, here's the, look, they go to church every week, and yeah. their nutball fucking pastor yeah. is yelling at them about a war that's coming. Yeah. And the fucking guys on TV, you know, the, 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 the uh, Jim Bakers of the world, and the Pat Robert, mostly selling buckets of food selling so you can survive the whatever it is the war is coming yeah they're gonna get you and guess and they're talking about us <laughs> and th and we're gonna come and get them and there's a war and blah 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 and they're training for it I know the the idiots are buying up guns by the by the well, basketful well, and I mean it just begs this question right like how long do you talk about it and how long do you prepare for it and how long do you train up a generation right right in biblical warfare right hand-to-hand -hand combat sh close shooting skills right right naive how to sh kill someone with a knife like like how can i how just say i wish everyone at home could have seen how frank was brandishing his knife in that well, I don't know pantomime. how else. I don't know how else one would. <laughs> and this is the problem. I'm so like the first to die, <laughs> right? Like, it's just it's just over, right? <laughs> this, the pan, like the the things, the wheels come falling off, the flying off, <laughs> the thing. You're the first I, to I, go. I, the, it, one of the wheels is hitting me in the head. Yeah. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, right? Aww. Like, I don't want. I don't want to. Like, like we were talking about. Like, we know someone. Who's on our our side of things? Yeah, a, an atheist, uh, a, a liberal, yeah, guy who guns, ammo, food, water, like he's prepped because because of what we're talking about. Like the like if they're doing it, then why don't I? Yeah, why don't I get ready? I mean, and and you know, he's also prepped in case of like, uh, you know, Salt Lake Valley is is 
due for a big old earthquake. Yeah, we get, we get earthquakes, and you know, <clears throat> we get all kinds of. If 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 a horrible emergency happens, yeah, he's gonna be okay. Yeah, for a while. Yeah, but that's. I mean, does he have a generator? Probably. I'm gonna say yes. I think it's just his Subaru, but I don't know. He doesn't have like a big old van. He doesn't have a big zombie killing van. Or anything, no, okay. no. But he said he could be ready and packed up and driving in 12 minutes. And he has and he practiced. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has. Will he let us shoot a video of him? Oh, my God. He's probably he listens to the show. He is mad at me right now. <laughs> I don't know. I love you. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, and I really do love this guy. But the point is, uh, there are different ways to respond to the fact that, as you you were starting to say, at what point does the all of this preparation, yeah, turn into an aggression? Well, where's the flashpoint? Yeah. Right, like when, what spark, you know, yeah. ignites the whole thing. I wouldn't, and, and 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 it turns from just being prepped into, you know, and I think that flashpoint to some extent something weird, something scary and weird. And I don't think it's like destroy all of our society, like the society falls apart. No, unless out, unless there's other outward. But that's the thing. Forces that cause that, like a massive, horrible recession Crazy with shit. an idiot at the helm of the country. Right, which you is know. happening. Yeah. That's the <clears throat> problem, is that like I wouldn't be the least bit afraid of this shit if I didn't see all of these other things happening. You know, the, the fact that, you know, mass shootings in, these, in this country are skyrocketing. And, it, yeah. you know, they're happening at rates that we've never even imagined could happen. Yeah. And, uh, and hatred is being fomented nationwide right. by leaders of the country yeah. and like you know say i don't care this isn't about like liberals versus conservatives right this is about fucking batshit crazy christians i'm just gonna say it. and fascism and fascism like yeah. this is about people yeah no that's true. like you and, and fascism always uses religion mm -hmm. like like this kind of extremism needs religion mm -hmm. to be to 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 thrive yeah and it's thriving yeah so oh god the question Damn. becomes our response and i think uh that a lot of people are thinking that the response to them stockpiling guns is us stockpiling guns i don't know man like well, you and I were talking earlier, uh -huh. and we were talking about <clears throat> how it's not entirely crazy to say if they think a war is coming mm -hmm. and they've got guns, mm -hmm. we may need to be prepared for something, for some violence, and maybe that means arming ourselves. I just, I'm not saying I'm going there. Mm -hmm. I'm saying that's not a crazy position to take. I'm saying... When someone, when you know someone is arming against you, you know, these fucking churches in Texas are, are gunning up. I just, here's the, it, essentially, essentially the question is, is it a rational response to the world that we live in right now to go out, buy a gun, learn how to use it, 
so forth and so on. Is that what you're saying? That's part of what I'm saying. Yeah. You're saying it is a rational response. I'm saying to to I understand that see. response. I'm not saying that that's where my mind goes. Right. But I'm saying that's I'm I'm saying that there is that there is an argument to be made on that side of things. Because let me tell you, I can get behind having a little stockpile of water. Right? Yes. I can have I can get behind having a little stockpile of food, right? And I'm not talking about huge like the sur- more, survive not Mormon levels. Not Mormon levels. But because, I'm talking about like maybe a week. Because you guys have to understand, you know? the Mormons ha- used to talk about a 72-hour kit. Right. And that has been bumped up continually to the now Mormons are talking about two years worth of food. Jesus Christ. It's, it's absolutely insane. Two years. Like, they, they, they also can't decide how long because no. they, that number just keeps going all around. A new yeah. administration comes in and, and, they're like, and yeah, the number don't we don't, we don't need again. But nonetheless, yeah, like a 72-hour kit or, you know, you figure out how much water you might need for a week or whatever. Sure. Like na- natural disasters happen, right? Things things happen that are so far out of our control right. outside of like the political system or anything. Yeah, you look but at it's like, well, it's it, it, it's not you reference the 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 earthquake, right? Yeah. That is bound to happen sooner or later in the, this along valley. the Wasatch front. Yeah. And and like like it it's a smart thing. So like I'm I'm like, you know, like if it gives you a little bit of peace of mind, having a little bit of food and water, da da da, da that's that's a smart thing because of there's also this where it's actually probably a really smart thing. Right. And then there's this other step. And it's like, I just don't know how to how to really get there. Well, here's... Right? Because I am, I'm like, yeah, you know what? It might be smart to have a gun. And then I imagine having like a handgun and uh-huh. owning it and having it in my home. Right. <clears throat> I don't like it. No. I don't like it. And I, I think about, you know, like maybe having like an actual functional... You know, rifle or shotgun or something, or you know. Yeah. I don't. I just don't like it. Well, here's the I'm thing. I'm more inclined, like a shotgun. Okay, whatever. Uh, I don't. Well, know, like, so the idea is handgun? the idea is safety, right? Yeah. The idea is I want to feel like I have an extra me- measure of added safety if guns something goes askew. I don't know why guns don't make me feel safe. Well, here's the thing. They're not making you safer. Yeah. Statistically speaking, having a gun in the home makes you less safe. Yeah. Statistically speaking, that's an undeniable fact. Yeah. Having a gun in the home makes you less safe. It makes, it, you know, it increases the chances of uh, a family member getting hurt. It increases the chances of suicide. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of things that yeah. it increases. Absolutely. Uh, and you're far more likely to, to someone in the, in the homes, far more likely to get hurt. That yeah. uh, statistically speaking, right. then a home invader <clears throat> or the the apocalypse is going to happen. That, yeah. An apocalypse of whatever right. kind is going to happen. So yes, you're not actually being safer. You're you if you are the kind of person who feels safer with a gun in the house, just know you're not. Right. You're not safer. You just feel that that way. Right. So, but you know when the when the, you know you think about. These people prepping for a war, and we're the ones that they are prepping for the war against. It's scary. And then you think about, and even, uh, you know, a lot of these guys, they're thinking about, like, even if it is just the natural disaster, you know, hurricane, whatever, or, you know, the earthquake here or something. Mm -hmm. I need to save, I need to uh, preserve my food for my, me and my family. Yeah. And the people are going to come and try and steal it away. Because they're going to be desperate 
So I need the gun to protect me and mine and our food store yeah. because we're not going to die just because they didn't prepare. Right. But that's never how it plays out. When you watch what actually happens in any of these things. Now, mind you, I am talking specifically about first world countries. I'm talking mm -hmm. specifically. I'm not talking about the developing world. I don't know anything about that. Right. But in our country. What happens every single time is people rush to help. Yeah. People are not rushing to hoard yeah. their stuff. They are giving. Yeah. And, you know, people leave their home in a place that's unaffected to go and help in the place that is affected. Yeah. Like, that is what happens in this country. <clears throat> yeah. So, it, to me, it seems like it's very, very clear that... If your response, if, if you're, if you want to know, you know, if, if you're thinking about, should I buy a gun to match him buying a gun? To me, the idea is you're, you're actually just escalating the problem. Feels like that. Yeah. You're actually, it's just an escalation. Well, it, because you're buying into essentially their worldview. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, exactly. Their, their worldview, which by the way, is crazy yeah and you know the the fact of the matter is that when we look at how humans respond to horrible yeah. things you know the holocaust is a different a uh, animal mm -hmm. and i don't know that i can talk intelligently about the mindset that happened there and we're kind of getting we're going down some of those roads now There's in this country in the world that are a little holocausty it's a right. it's like the racism, the 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 nationalism, yeah. all of this stuff is present here. Oh, you mean specifically in this country? Yeah, I mean, and uh, and and in I'd other parts to, of the world. Yeah, yeah, but other parts of the China. Looking at you, but what I'm saying is, uh, when the shit really hits the fan, yeah, the ba the worst thing you can do is participate in the othering of mm. each other. Yeah, the best thing you can do is participate in the humanizing of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not too worried. I honestly think that if like these they're, they're so there's some camps and they're training up some right. like this is a big country. It's a smaller phenomenon than we make it sound. Yeah. When, when like it's the, reported, when it's Yeah, when it, like it's all it's all you you're if if that's the story, then that's what you're focusing on. That's what you're hearing. And you see a big picture of a bunch of guys yeah, with guns. And it sounds and scary that there's like this elected official who, you know. But crazy people get elected to local office all the time. Right. And that ding dong and is suddenly being office. called out by a mayor and a police. Yeah. People stand chief. up against, you know. Stand up to these kind of people, mm. right? And I, th I think that your point that people rush to help, you know, like, I think that's why you have a 72-hour kit, because it's the thought of, like, how long is it going to take before people start helping? Right. Right? Yeah. How long, does, how how long, long does will it take, it take for, for the help to arrive? Right. And, right. you know, we may be in trouble. So, like, I like the idea of hoarding more than enough food for your household so that you can help. Sure. You know what I mean? Because people are going... People help each other, yeah. and you know, you, you, if you, if things get really, really bad, then you go and you loot the local grocery store or whatever you got to do. Yeah, of course you do. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, I don't think it's a thing. I th I think the ment the scarcity mentality, the terror mentality, the war mentality. Yeah. That's 
their bullshit. That's them. Yeah. It's not us. Yeah. And uh, and we don't need to go down that road at all. It's yeah. not it's not reality either. It's right. not how human beings work in right. general. So. And and don't forget that we're all stuck in our own little media bubbles. Yeah. That kind of keep feeding in the same narrative. Yeah. And, and it seems I I I have to I have to think that it's just not as bad as it seems. Well, <laughs> I mean, that's ludicrous. This is the it just can't be as bad as it seems. Well, <laughs> things can be pretty bad, but like, but but like you say, like stories, like people prepping and be, yeah. you know, be, all yeah, that yeah. sort of stuff. That's what I mean. Like, it's these... still fringe. It's still small. Yeah, it's, it's not anything to worry. It's certainly nothing. Now, mind you, I don't trust the people who are you know our commander in chief is not someone I trust, but the U.S. military can put down a small, a tiny little rebellion. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, but they're not authorized to do that. Don't undermine my point. (laughs) No, I'm saying like, if, if this, you know, that guy in Washington, if it was a real thing, decided the war is starting and we're going to fire the first shots. Yeah. That'll end pretty quick. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so I guess, I guess that's where, where we're landing on this. Uh, yes, all right. If you let's, have anything to say about this, and I guarantee that some of you have things to say about this, <laughs> and you are either screaming at us or cheering for us right now, let yeah. us know either way. Write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Indeed. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click the like button. And while you're there... Uh, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge or request to join. It is a closed group, but we will let you in. There's also been some tweeting happening from time Woo! to time. Woo! Uh, find us at TGI Atheist. Yes, indeed. Uh, speaking of social media, thanks go out so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on the, the Facebook page. And thanks to uh, Amy and Danny for their hard work as uh, moderators of the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club and to Gordon Johnston for the use of their music. And big thanks to all of you for tuning in. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.